0: What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross-like music. And this is The Super of
1: Show. I'm La
2: Mali. This is Blue and Green Radio.
1: Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic Radio. Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio you're listening to the blue and green podcast and i hope you enjoy what we are going to say blueandgreenradio.com welcome friends you're tuned in to another episode of the blue in green podcast my name's imran thank you very much for your time and company for the show today um Blue in Green uh, The Blue in Green podcast Firstly, before we del- delve in any further The Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio The online internet radio station that broadcasts from London and around the world uh, We celebrate 21st century soul, jazz and funk And we'd love your, uh, love you to accompany us on our wonderful soulful uh, adventures so You can find us at blueingreenradio.com Today's episode, however, um of the podcast sees us take a minor detour uh via our friends over at forever dot com this is an episode that the uh that we collaborated on uh myself Dan Colloccott and t j Sutherland and uh, we kind of put together this uh list of our one hundred favorite Covers and uh, we recorded a podcast to discuss it. You can head over to foreverinelectricdreams.com to catch the whole list. There will be a link of it um, in the podcast description. However, this is the accompanying podcast that we put together to discuss uh, the actual. Uh, list we discussed cover versions the 21st century cover versions uh what makes a great cover and what makes a bad cover uh no i don't think we discussed that until we we, we do specifically se- <laughs> celebrate uh contemporary covers and ones that we are enamored by and what is it we gravitate towards uh do we like things that completely reinvent uh, a song or is it a case of um you know create it almost exactly as the original was so it's yeah, lots to discuss and it's a really really great episode so i hope you'll uh check this out and um be inspired to check out a couple of the songs that we discuss a couple of songs that you may find on the list as well and uh let us know if you have any covers that we should have included in our list so a uh, quick uh, reminder once again you can find um me at the blueingreenradio.com website and uh, you can find the uh, Forever in Electric Dreams Close Encounters crew over at foreverinelectricdreams.com I uh, very much hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you very much, friends. Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of, of the NerdKind podcast. <laughs> My name's Amron. TJ Sutherland. Dan Colocott. With new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month. Catch
2: Close Encounters of the NerdKind podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com.
3: Welcome, everybody, to the Close Encounters of the NerdKind podcast. On this Salty Summers evening podcast, we will be chatting over musical covers, what makes them good, what makes them bad and everything in between including some of our favourite picks and recommendations. Joining me as ever is my co pilots on this fun summer's day ride, TJ Sutherland Howdy. and riding in the back <laughs> The back.
2: <laughs> I always got shotgun in, in the child seat, got
1: shotgun.
2: <laughs> riding in the sidecar in the boot. <laughs> in the boot.
3: Is Mr. Imran Merza. Hi, what shit see, me like... and TJ are basically we've got our elbow outside
1: the, the passenger <laughs> windows. Yeah. Shades on, rolling. Shades on. I'm like the the, the just married cans being dragged along the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's really strange. <laughs>
0: what
3: an odd analogy. I didn't tell
2: you it's, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sports car with like the really crappy bucket seats in the back with no leg room sitting right, right just right, folded right, up right. in the back i
1: should have, i should have stuck with your, your analogy my, my self-deprecating <laughs> approach to life in general has uh ejected me from the car i didn't even get a seat yep. but okay um, yeah your version's oh, not so bad in comparison so i'll take it thank you <laughs> how did we end up hating? i don't know what are we talking I about i don't
3: today? know we never have like a, a clean seamless intro it always goes a bit left field but Strange. And
1: speaking of which I was waiting for nicknames
2: then I'm, I'm only disappointed. No, that's my gimmick. You've to claim ownership of, of it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, I nearly I nearly did, but then I thought, yeah, no, this is kind of TJ's thing.
2: Oh, you wait till the next and I got some I got some Corkers. Oh. Was that is that one <laughs> of the names? Corkers? Imran Tantarine Corkers. Yeah. Oh mm. Bit of a bad one. Hmm.
3: So Let's get things started. Um, Music. I think, yeah, it, it's quite hard to, to really define what a cover song is because uh-huh. there's probably different ways of looking at it, different opinions, different ways of kind of almost constructing what makes a cover song. But, um, yeah, let's um, let's throw throw this question out to our resident <clears> jazz <throat> and r&b guru mr imran <laughs> bring us your wisdom what makes a good cover or what sorry what makes a cover in itself okay so
2: well ooh, go ahead go ahead teach. i was just gonna say because it so this I, I had a i had a bit of a back and forth uh with with jess shout out to to my partner, um, around, you know, what, what do we, what are we counting, <clears throat> what are we counting as a cover? Because when we, when you original, originally, you know, threw this idea out, it seemed like, it seemed quite simple, you know, think of, you know, a hundred, a uh, hundred good cover songs. But when I started kind of digging into it, you know, you've got so many, like, you know, what, what do we, what are we counting as a cover? You've got, you know live lounge covers you've got live concert covers um you know do they have to be released as are we thinking about stuff that's been released as a single or part of an album or you know do they have to do they have to have the original lyrics because obviously a lot of covers are you know just instrumental covers right um, okay i so, have i you know, have an what, I, I have an answer but yeah. it, oh, okay. it doesn't it doesn't it a definitive answer.
1: It's a, it's a definitive answer but it doesn't solve all of the problems that <laughs> that you've cited because oh, then it's not a definitive answer <laughs> so well oh, a, my definitive answer <laughs> for what is a cover i believe anyway is it is a, a a live performance or a studio recording of an existing song by another artist that would be my one sentence definition of what a cover is now okay. we'll hold on to that for one second because in terms of addressing potential concerns that we may have with our list um i've picked i, I can I, I don't i feel like maybe this question might come up about some of my picks because i've picked uh, there are a couple of jazzy uh, or jazz based covers of songs that i've picked that are very much instrumental interpretations of existing songs be it hip-hop numbers or whatever mm. it is but they're they basically don't include song lyrics or or, or vocals mm. basically so mm. a lot of them are i think in... i've got a couple i've got a couple of them oh, okay yes you do actually yeah yeah so but um yeah. some of them are are basically uh covers of the instrumental itself which is a very questionable thing to do for a hip-hop song because the instrumental is quite often a sample as well so <laughs> <laughs> oh. so now it's a minefield we really are we're, we're, we're really in trouble with but um so that would be my one line uh definition if i, if I just quickly just uh, sort of just to say that obviously this is in relation to our 100 best covers that we've we've sat down and, and the three of us have separately made our list and we've thrown it into well, a... Well, some of us have, but... Well, <laughs> what? Sorry. I'm like, I'm three shy at the moment. At the time of this recording, I'm I'm a couple shy, but... We, Shocking.
3: And hang on, hang on, Shocking. hang on. I want to bring this back, because Iman is three shy, yet forced me to change probably <laughs> I would say a good 10 or 15 of mine, because yeah. they were uh, covers before yes the year 2000 we are this is, is a list like that
1: is exploring 21st
2: century ladies and gentlemen this is this is the conditions that me and dan have to work with basically we're living under a tyrant and um <laughs> if you could send some sort of help and what you're interested in now is an abuse of power and a uh I think
1: it's an abusive relationship i thought oh my gosh this is taking a turn <laughs>
2: and that too <laughs>
1: But yeah, it, the the point of this was was as a as a fun caveat to say uh, our hundred twenty first century covers because I think otherwise we're gonna be Jimi Hendrix sing all along the Watchtower and Marvin Gaye's I heard mm. it through the grapevine. So I thought it'd be fun to put a contemporary spin and perspective on the uh, the list, which is what we're discussing, of course.
3: Okay, so going going back to your your definition. Um, I would say some of your picks aren't aren't even they, they don't feature any single ingredient of the original. They're more just an interpretation of of the
1: original song.
3: What what say you on that,
1: Mister Emerald? Pick one and let's discuss it.
2: <laughs> just calling you out.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to answer a sweeping comment like what's give me a give me um, a song. Okay. One of your picks
3: is uh, entitled Lahore State of Mind. Right. Which I believe is a cover of the Nas song uh, New York State yeah. of Mind. And it's actually a very interesting track. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty um, different. But unless you had told me or unless it was in writing that this was a cover of New York
1: State of Mind by Nas, I would have had absolutely no clue. Right, but th- this is this is one of the ones that fall under the category of the instrumental that's being covered. So this yes. is a DJ Premier produced number, obviously from Nas' Illmatic. And what I included this, in fairness, probably not because of what happens when you press play, as such, or the three and a half minutes kind of of the actual song. I put it because I'm just astounded by I always say that the internet is... Sorry, I will say the world is a very small place from behind a computer screen. So uh, the, the, the the group that covered this, uh, they're called Jalbi, and they're from Lahore in Pakistan. They're a jazz quartet from Pakistan covering Nas, a seminal 90s classic recording. And just on paper... That blows my mind you know they, they, that is this is potentially well I think certainly one of the biggest culture kind of marriages that this list will display and I I'm I'm in awe of it as a group they've covered tracks by Jay Diller as well and uh, you know they've done MF Doom you know and I, I think it's it's just such a, a thrilling kind of uh, perspective to shine on uh, on something that as you know that is so ingrained within uh western hip hop culture to see it interpreted in a completely new context just blows my mind and I'm all, I'm forever in awe of of things like that and and that kind of perspective is is informed i think a lot of my lists i like things that take uh a song completely out of its context you know i i I've, there are very few songs that if we take a a soul number you know at a mid-tempo and if it's recreated as a soul number in a mid-tempo that kind of thing isn't necessarily on my list it's a it's a complete you know big band jazz recording of a hip-hop song or a gloomy dance interpretation of a Radiohead number you know i i love that complete reimagining uh of a song that makes it a gamble as opposed to something where you're just playing it safe that's a very long-winded answer, but that's that's my take on what, make, what what excites me about a cover.
2: That's a good answer. So, so TJ, God, damn it. I was I was ready to tease you so shreds now, and now you just you just kind of kind <laughs> you, you of can't, can't really that. answer that one.
3: We we damn can't <laughs> we can't take the rise. But um, yeah, TJ. So for you, what is a cover? Is there anything in the definitions
2: brought up so far that you have issue with, or you haven't I mean, on. First of all, I hate you for making me follow Imran <laughs> after that answer. That's <laughs> absolute bullshit. Because um, now I'm just gonna look like a chump. So um no, I think I think through a personal aspect, I think there's elements of uh what Imran said. I mean not to not to rag on that Lahore state of mind tune too much, like that was that was one where and I can having heard your uh, your response to what kind of excites you in terms of when you're, what you're looking for um, in a cover. I can see now exactly why you picked that. For me, um, it was a bit too out there yeah, yeah. in terms of it's... it's uh, And, I, you know, I encourage anyone that's listening to this to, It's on Spotify. It'll be on... I'm doing a playlist on Spotify for a lot of the tracks that are on our 100 list Um, and I would encourage you to go and have a listen to it and also if you're able to have a listen to it and New York State and Mind as well just so you can see how far out the musician has gone but it is a very cool track um, in its own right so um, but as a cover not so much for me Mm. Um, that said for me there are elements of what Imran said that I do look for in a cover so something that is you know um a pop song that's covered by a metal band or a hip hop song that's covered by a soul art- a soul artist maybe that's not so much of a but that kind of divergence where you know you take a song you you you, you change up the tempo drastically i, I listened to um uh Billie Eilish's cover of bad um today which someone uh, sent me a link for shout out to um people on facebook that uh, gave me ideas as well for cover <clears throat> for cover tracks and um and that I, that was a prime example of you know songs sounding one way taken by an artist reinterpreted changed up and done in a way that's very much of their own making but it still has the essence of the original track within it and i think that's that's kind of what i'm looking for i'm looking for you know when i hear it i i know the original but it's very much taken me to a different place with what they've done with it i think that's kind of what i look look for and, and that's I, I think and also you know I, I think some of the instances of um the covers that i have in my list are kind of quite straightforward covers as well there's a there's a cover of um teardrop by massive attack um that is almost identical to the original in some ways but changed up ever so slightly in in other ways that uh, which I really appreciate because again it's a track that I know and love very very well so it's kind of hearing the subtle differences is um, something I really appreciate so so yeah all about you Dan what 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 do you constitute as uh, a good cover or you know what are the things that have that you've kind of when you picked out stuff, what are the things that you've looked for?
3: Well, I think, um, just kind of, kind of coming back to the the first question, which is what is a cover? Um, I noticed that there were plenty of, um, songs that were on soundtracks, um, and TV shows, which I didn't want to include in my lists because they weren't full songs. If that makes sense. They, they, they would almost like I don't I don't know I, I guess when you're scoring uh, a TV show or a film or any uh, any kind of media like that, um, you, you don't necessarily need or expect to be playing the, a full four minute song. So, therefore, if you're doing it for the for the background of a chase sequence or or, or any particular specific quite brief segment. In, in a show or film then you don't need the full track but i i always remember that there's you know there's quite a few really kind of amazing pieces of music that that are scored that are essentially versions or, or covers of existing song um like i think we, we were talking just before we started recording about uh limb biscuits cover of um Uh, Is it called Behind Blue Eyes? Behind Blue Eyes, yeah. Yeah, which is a Who song, and a lot of people hated it. But in the, um, I I don't know if you've, I think you may have watched it, TJ, but in in the uh, TV show Legion, there's a really long segment where the the main character and the villain um, sing that song, and it's really powerful. Uh, Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you remember? It's done so well, and it has. If if you think of, um, I guess the original Who song, or even the Limp Biscuit song, there's 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 no real context for it in, in what it means because you 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 know you're these these are bands, and
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know the 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 subtext and the meaning behind the song it isn't really. I don't know it, it it's not really there but if you put put it in a TV show um during the the almost like the, the the villain versus the hero kind of standoff
2: it adds a layer to it doesn't it
3: yeah it it just suddenly gave gave a song that to me I didn't really sort of get what it was supposed to be about or what what where the lyrics kind of came from and then suddenly it, yeah it Enriched it massively, but at the same time I didn't put it in my list because it's not the full song from beginning to end and it's only kind of parts of it were used with some interruption. So I was like, well, I can't really recommend this because it feels really strange to sort of say to someone, oh, there's an amazing cover um, of a song, but in order to hear it, you, you have to watch an entire series
2: of a TV show to actually... Yeah.
3: kind of
2: understand what it's about um yeah one of the ones one of the ones that i chose i immediately thought of because i'd heard it used uh, as the music in a promo video for one of the WrestleManias or something like that and <laughs> it was like and, and it was immediate when like when imran like suggested it there were a couple of things that immediately sprung to mind and that was one of them and it was and it was like you, like you described there it was If I'd have heard it separately, I'd probably liked it anyway because it's a band that I really love and a song that I really love by an artist that I really love. But the way that they did that promo and they had that music that was just fit so perfectly with the story that we're trying to tell and the the clips that they were using and it was yeah just absolutely stuck with me. Um, So yeah, I know exactly what you mean in terms of adding that extra you know, layer of emotion to to stuff when they're used in TV shows for a key moment or whatever it is. And I think in terms of, you know, what what kind of constitutes like a
3: good cover, I mean, you both have uh, covered a great deal of kind of what I think. Um, I would only add that there are some covers out there, some of the most powerful ones, almost completely rewrite and and own the context and lyrics and meaning of a song to the point it just transforms it into something that it wasn't before. Um, and I think, again, kind of coming back to the whole sort of um, TV and movie thing, um, I'm only doing this because I think you guys are going to cover so much of the same stuff that, that I probably would talk about, but thinking of kind of movies, um, there's a, a film called Us, which I don't know, if, I think TJ, you're sure you've seen it. Um, I haven't,
2: but I, I do know the movie, but yeah. But
3: you, you'll you probably know the movie by the, the trailer. This, and the trailer... Uh, right,
2: yes, 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 yeah, I know you're going to go, yeah.
3: Yeah, the trailer has a I guess you would, I think you'd have to call it a cover because it's definitely got stuff on it and vocals that have been added that weren't there original, but it, it, it's like a complete reworking of the Loonies song, hip-hop song from the 90s. I got five on it. Um, Which I a song hate, that, but anyway. Really?
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, it's... Not sad at all <laughs>
3: yeah but it, the cover's it, brilliant
2: the co- it's cover a song is
3: that you would you would completely dismiss or probably forget because it was a one hit one i, I don't you know i'm not kind of thing against that um those hip hop artists but i I don't remember anything else and i don't you know I'd completely forgotten this song existed until they completely managed to do this the creepiest weirdest and yet Incredibly effective um reworking of the song, and I was just like, This is just incredible um it just it it just it just shouldn't happen it, 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 it's almost like the equivalent of taking um a really horribly poppy take that song or boy band or girl band and just suddenly in, you know imbuing it with this incredibly Sinister, an almost kind of horrific foreboding. Um, so can I know, can I jump Neiman. in? Sorry,
1: like Did, I I I have uh, seen that film. So thanks for your support, Dan. But um I, <laughs> I have you really? I have I have the Jordan Peele movie right?
3: Yeah, yeah yeah i've, I've seen mind.
1: the film but um You <laughs> not seen a movie um the yeah i know you don't do horror i don't do horror I, but i've i have seen the film and i i did enjoy it yeah um but i know that yes I, I i remember the trailer and i remember the song and i you're right it's great it's haunting it's beautiful i i never explored it further so are you are you saying like definitely that there isn't a full version of that available um, I've looked for oh, it. Really? Wow! I didn't um, think. I I've...
2: thought. I actually thought it was a uh, a re remix, re edit, re edit, probably or a remix. I thought it was just a re edit done specifically for that trailer or for the movie. Really? I didn't think it was a, a a cover by a new artist. I could be yeah. wrong.
3: No, um, and I. May be wrong on this, but when I've looked, but I know you, yeah. I only, I only seem to find like versions or rips that have been taken from the movie. I, I can't, I, I couldn't tell you, like an artist name or or anything like that. Even though I think, yeah, I don't know. It may exist. I hope it does exist, but. it, it certainly wasn't something that that was promoted and released as as its own song because even even hmm. the versions that I found on YouTube, it, it's it's purely instrumental and it's not that long. It's probably only bits that they've cut together from the from the film. But as I said, I I could be wrong, but um, yeah, it's not a full. It's definitely
2: not mm. a full track. Wow. But yeah, it was a, it was a it was a great piece of work, regardless of yeah. how it was done. It was a very very Striking, and it made me like that tune.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, just I that think... version of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I even listened to the the original and quite, and I have to admit, I I quite like it. It's a bit of sort of dumb nineties hip hop ear candy that, that actually works. Yeah, it, just, well. it
2: just it, it never vibed in me for some reason. I Don't know why.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just with you. To... At the time, I didn't like it, but but yeah, I think um, I'm I'm pretty. I know I've kind of gone into very specific examples, but I'm I'm similar to you both, as in if, if a cover completely reinvents something, it's great. If a cover is almost like, it can be a, an almost, um, what's the word, um, very, very faithful to the original, almost like a, it's just um, a newer version of it that doesn't necessarily have to be that different because I think in some ways that can just, it could just re-energize an old song give give people a chance to, um, you know, learn about that song and that artist and that, you know, band and, and, and again, kind of discover something that they probably wouldn't have discovered if they hadn't, if someone kind of new and, and famous and, um, and younger, hadn't covered it. So I think that's another good thing, but uh, I'm all for... It also, also
2: know, reinvigorate someone of flagging artists' career, say flagging, but like in some <laughs> instances, I think it's, it's, there's something around an artist cover, covering an older song well enough that it actually regenerates their career as well.
3: Yeah, massively. Hmm. I mean, I think, you know, I, I lose track. I'm not going to start going into it yet, but I lose track of the amount of songs of artists that I'd never heard of that that were either you know some of them are contemporary some of them you know um are from the the, the 70s or 60s and I had no clue that that artist existed and suddenly you've mm-hmm. got a band that I really exp- you know really respect and love and suddenly they they've kind of opened my eyes up to a, to a, a completely different um even genre as well, not not just artist or band. It's just something completely different that I would never have discovered if it hadn't have been that I got a bit curious about where where did this song come from and who is it by and when did they release it and why did they release it. So yeah, I think it definitely makes the mind uh, a lot more curious. So I think we, we've already come, we've already kind of discussed it. You know, we've we've come around to the idea of what makes a good cover but um yeah starting with you man. what what are some of your absolute favorites that you'd, you'd probably put to the top of your list and I know that's a difficult it's a difficult question
1: yeah there's there's loads there was one I really wanted to cite because I I think it's a really difficult song to I mean it's one of those ones that you think why would anyone even attempt this um because again uh I had you, you referenced obviously our, our conversation before we started talking, and uh, you know, the, the Limp Bizkit track being something that I, I was looking up sort of bad covers uh, and just out of interest. And you, that song, you know, unfortunately did appear several times, but also so did so many versions of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And there's there's a Miley <laughs> yeah. Cyrus version, which apparently is uh, unpleasant. I haven't heard it, so I, this I can't comment. But uh, I, I sent you guys a take that video of them performing it in the mid '90s, which is a disaster. Yeah, I wasn't
2: click, I wasn't clicking. No, up. that's
1: probably a good thing. I yeah. I haven't been <laughs> to sleep since. But um, it's uh, it's a you know, it's such a difficult song. I have a version of that by a, like a, a Latin cumbia band, which is really good, by the way. But like, it's such a difficult song to even tackle and um i i I have included a version of it on my list by um the robert glasper experiment and it's uh it's really interesting i I actually i love it i I can't necessarily say you uh, you guys would i'm certainly not saying you guys will love this but um he basically is a is a jazz pianist he had i think at this point three albums with blue note records uh and he he has like incredible Robert Glasper, that is, has, you know, huge hip-hop kind of credentials. He plays uh, piano on uh, Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly album. He plays piano on Q-Tips, The Renaissance. He's done tracks with uh, Taleb Kweli, Mostef, you know, Common. Done a whole album with Common, you know. So he, you know, he's very well ingrained within, you know, contemporary kind of hip-hop culture and contemporary jazz. And he made this album called The Robert Glasper Experiment, which is uh, it's a really great album, I, and I, I love it. Uh, the album is called Black Radio, and it featured several covers. And I, I I completely, you know, I was looking forward to it, and it was it was very much designed as him saying, I'm bored of just languishing in this jazz corner, and I now want to cross over. So he had a lot of sort of heavy-hitting uh, vocal contributors like Erica Badu and uh, Common and a couple of other, you know, massive names. And I remember looking at the track list before hearing it and there's a version of smells like teen spirit and i can't imagine there's a person in the world that wants to hear a jazz fusion cover of uh, smells like teen <laughs> spirit so on paper i remember thinking what the hell are you doing this isn't this is a really bad idea but um again i can't necessarily say that you guys would absolutely love it but i love it it is such a again it's a complete they're not trying to match the energy of that song it's oh yes of course you've heard it it's wonderful but like they're not trying to match the energy of that song at all they kind of recreate the vocal using uh casey benjamin he he's a vocoderist and a saxophonist and he kind of takes the sort of the lead vocally on it but it's in ways it's massively understated it's like 7 minutes and it sort of does build to a this really kind of exciting kind of crescendo at the end but it's not trying to match the energy of that song it's it's a complete reimagining i can't even think what possessed them to to tackle it but it always stands out in my mind as just because i i wasn't expecting to that that was going to be a good song particularly in light of the amount of people that tried it and just been unsuccessful and i think for them to have done it in just an amazing way that they did it always ranks up quite high for me as a an amazing cover a good choice
3: yeah.
1: um i have to just
3: sort of um th- there's there's two versions of very kind of common covers there is a pop band um covering something usually kind of rock or metal or there's a rock or metal band right. covering something <laughs> that's incredibly pop. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and um I think yes. <laughs> go on TJ. So what what version which way round do you think is more acceptable and which way round should be gently oh, put down shot?
2: why do you keep like throwing softballs at Imran and getting him to give the most incredible answers and then you give me some bullshit like that? um so uh, <laughs> Oh I don't know, let me let me think. Now now all I can hear in my head is smooth criminal by Alien Anpal. Um, I did I put that down before Imran I, told me off. I think yeah, I think from a from a personal perspective, I'd probably go uh, like a rock band or metal band covering a pop song. D- again, this is purely because, for my own personal taste, I prefer. I probably listen to more pop, like overall, but I think I prefer rock, metal, if I had to, if I had to choose between the two. So I'd probably go that way around, even though it doesn't always go as planned. Obviously, <laughs> I think because. Not everyone should cover everything, basically. No, that's true. I, I think, me
3: personally, it can be very, very cringeworthy watching a, I don't know, just a pop artist trying yeah. to do
2: a, a rock song. Trying to do a rock song, yeah. I think that's that. In my head, I'm just kind of thinking, and I don't know why, I'm <laughs> thinking of like, um, Little Mix covering a disturbed song or something like that. Did that happen? <laughs> it or... really, really fucked up. No, <laughs> thank right. God. But that was, that was what was in my head for some reason. I think I'm kind of half looking at the list as I'm talking. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think there's something cringy about like a pop band trying to cover something that's harder as opposed to a rock band or a metal band making something poppy harder. Yeah, that makes any on that note. On on, amongst (laughs) one of the worst covers,
1: I again I saw very frequently was Britney Spears covering "I Love Rock and Roll." Oh,
2: (laughs) Oh. Oh, I can hear in my head now. Oh God, why?
3: The thing is, I have to. I have to add a massive caveat. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm sure both of you watched um, Black Mirror, but do you remember the the Miley Cyrus episode of Black Mirror?
1: I don't readily. Uh, that was in the
2: new. That was in the new one, wasn't it? That was in the uh, Netflix. Yes, Black Mirror, yes, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. It was a, the last series on Netflix. Yeah, I'm blurry on it, but I. Oh God! What did I actually see? it? I may not have seen it. Come to think of it, shocker. Well,
3: well, to put you out of your misery. Um, yes. <laughs> um, what did you do Miley? She did, she did two two covers of "Head Like a Hole." Um, on um during the episode and she's 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 actually done head like a whole uh live quite a few times and and uh, first of all there was a pop version with completely changed lyrics which was surprisingly good it it just okay. it just worked it because it was you know exactly the same you know uh song note for note mm. beat for beat but with just Kind of more cutesy, popsy lyrics, mm. and then uh, right at the end, she plays, she she does a proper cover of, of "Head Like a Hole" um, with the actual lyrics, and both are, yeah. I I have no particular opinion on my um, uh, Miley Cyrus, Cyrus at all, mm. but uh, I wouldn't seek out her music. But I was, yeah, I was pretty impressed by that. I thought, okay. I...
2: I could kind of see that actually because her voice probably kind of lends itself to going a bit more rocky. Yeah. Like, because she's got quite a kind of raspy kind of husky type vibe and she's a bit nuts. So I could see her <laughs> kind of I could yeah. see her kind of pulling that off comes to think of it. Like that yeah. that wouldn't necessarily even though she is obviously a predominantly a pop artist but I could see her pulling that off.
3: Well she she is a little bit the way she acts and i think the way she sort of you know she she definitely has more personality than most yeah. um pop musicians you know she doesn't yeah. she doesn't really conform to what should be kind of expected of her i guess so that 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 may be, yeah you're right that that
2: kind of does go and there's, there's definitely there's definitely outliers as well right so it's not a case of no pop artist should ever cover a rock song or oh, God cover God, a metal no. song, or whatever. Like, because obviously, I think, like, you, like you know, in this instance, like Miley Cyrus would be, you know, the outlier. And you know, I, I think if you're if you're a pop artist with the right kind of attitude, then yes, yeah, you can definitely pull off something of that of that ilk. It's not for everybody though. Not for you, Little Mix. Just, just don't do it. <laughs>
3: Right. It, it's funny you don't to touch. say that because um i was watching no
2: don't mind little mixed mix to, you know whatever <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> i was watching
3: um rick astley uh during, during my, my research for this episode i i listened to rick Excellent. astley cover um everlong by foo fighters and Ooh. I was kind of, I was okay with it. I was like, oh, yeah, this okay. doesn't, I mean, not that I've ever, I particularly dislike Rick, Rick Astley anyway, but I it's think. with random. Yeah, it was just random. I think he, he kind of, it was a a recent session where he covered a lot of songs. But um, it's it's really weird. I mean, I think, you, I'm sure you, you both had a similar experience when you were researching and kind of, uh, revisiting kind of covers you liked, or or trying to mm. sort of seek out new material. But the one thing I realised is that Foo Fighters and David Bowie must be some of the most covered artists out there, really? along with Joy Division and Radiohead, and and I think yeah, yeah, bands has
2: been covered a lot as well.
3: Yeah, Michael Jackson no, definitely. Not, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was just I, I was just shocked by how many people have covered David Bowie. Um, how many people um, have cut co- Well, even the same Joy Division song. There, there must be about five hundred covers <laughs> of Blue Monday out there. <laughs> I, 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 is, that,
2: is that a generational thing, though? Is that a like? <sighs> Like, a lot of the artists that we listen to would have grown up listening to... Actually, that doesn't make any sense. I don't but, know, but, like... Cause of, I cause, know where you're uh, going, but just... I, I have yeah. a theory
3: on it. I have a theory on it. it. It's literally an artist discovers Blue Monday because Blue Monday is one of those songs... That's, it's almost out of time. It doesn't belong to any particular time period because it's yeah, it's true. so... Unique, and I think every time a new band or artist discover it, they go, "Ah, oh, hey, this is awesome! I know, let's cover it. That'll be different." Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> "Oh my else god!" Does it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's incredible. But um the band Health—I don't know if you either of you know. I'm sure you do, TJ. The band Health—they mm. um, covered it, and I think, I think it was actually. I think they they did it as part of a film soundtrack. I think it was a, the film Atomic Blonde. Oh yeah, but yeah. Because I, I because I love the song so much that I even you know what I mean. I, I was I was kind of okay with it. Their their version of it yeah, was different yeah. enough and interesting enough that even though I feel like I've heard you know five hundred covers of that song, I, I still can't quite like quite a few of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it it's increasingly it's it, it's difficult to find a song that is completely well, in my experience, I think I think um Imran will have a completely different set of notes on this. But when when I'm trying to find like really interesting songs that no one else has covered, it just mm. it, it's a very small playing field. As soon as I find one song um, and I think, oh, this is amazing. And then I research it. I find another 50-odd covers of the same song. I mean, Radiohead, God, Radiohead, that's another one. Radiohead, Black Sabbath, uh, The Smiths. There's so many covers. is probably the most
2: covered artist on our list, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, interesting, think, actually. And I, 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 right. I, I think this is a question that I was going to ask you guys as well. Because, so, like, when I was... Uh, searching for my tracks there were a few that immediately sprung to mind so and I think that took me through to like probably my top 10 15 maybe um but then after that I, I started just like searching around Spotify and a few different places just like looking at cover playlists and stuff like that and I found myself I was I think I was being drawn to and this is this might be a stupid thing to say, but drawn to like either artists that I like or oh that's a song that I really like. Oh I didn't realise such and such had done that. Let me have a let me have let me have a listen to it. Like how what was what was your guys' process for I, I mean, I don't need to know the details of the technical process, but like in terms of vibe and I know Imran you touched on that a bit yourself already, but in terms of vibe, what 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 kind of thing were you looking for? Were you looking for i'm oh, I'm looking for a track or i want or um i want to see if my artist has done any covers or or anything like that how how did you write like down how did you kind of go through that process
3: well i mean i i guess i I already had a a preset um list of tracks that i just from memory um yeah kind of put down i mean the, 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 i think the 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 biggest challenge for me was trying to find tracks that were um post 2000 onwards um because i think i don't know it, it 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 could be in my mind it could be i i'm imagining this but it kind of felt like um in, in the 90s there was a lot of uh hip hop bands Either rapping on rock hmm. uh, band albums, or or rock bands covering hip hop, or pop. You know, I don't know. There was there was a yeah. lot. Of, it, it, there was a glut of between between 1990 and a, and uh, 2000. There was ten years worth of almost hundreds of some of my favorite covers, and I was like, ah, I, I need to. I need to try and get
2: out of this nope. bubble, <laughs> which was, which was quite hard because, um, but I think that's yeah. good though. and I, that was a really good shout by him as well. I think just to kind of, cause it, it kind of, it really did make me think a lot harder. Cause you're right. There was a lot of stuff around the nineties that, um, I could have gone, yeah, that, 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 that. But when I, when it came to kind of post 2000, it was like, Oh, okay. What kind of, what kind of stood out for me? Um, Imran, what, what what about you? What was your I think. Well, I think sometimes thought I, process, kind of looking into it. I,
1: I think I gravitate, and I I can see from a, a lot of yours, Tj, that you, I think there's probably something similar. We kind of click with in terms of it can quite often be a mood that that I like. I like a high energy song that gets taken to a really mm. uh, glim and moody kind of perspective i mean a dark place yeah well it really is because i'm looking at your list in particular you uh, i absolutely would have taken placebos running up that hill which is an amazing version johnny cash is hurt it's so good and the johnny cash hurt i imagine i mean you got i imagine we all would have put that on each of ours on our our individual lists as well um I've got Ryan Adams covering Wonderwall, which is just, it's very acoustic guitar and it's very, you know, anything that can show a happy song and just take it to a very sad place. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I really gravitate towards it. And it's, again, it's
2: that new, taking
1: a song tr- into a new yeah, perspective, it's tr- it's tr- isn't
2: it? Exactly. Yeah, definitely.
1: I think yeah, one I album don't... that that
3: we Go should on. call out, because it seems to be the, I think we've we've all picked songs from it, is a version by Mark Ronson yeah. or oh, Mark, Mark Ronson. Ronson. Yeah,
1: that's right. We all have, yeah. that's an interesting point. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. we, I we literally all that, picked
3: yeah. a song from that, from that album. And it, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's great. I think, but that, that is one, there's definitely a genre for kind of adding, um, a brass section or, or an orchestral mm. section or win you know, wind section is probably more accurate way of saying it. Um, to more guitar-based songs, or adding, um, you know, electronic, you know, keyboard arrangements that kind of replace the guitar in, yeah. you know, more more rock songs. Or if it's pop, then it, it's obviously replacing, you know, the the, the cheesy um synth or kind of whatever pop elements and then actually putting in heavy guitars so it, it, it's kind of interesting to to, to see how, how a lot of
1: these kind of covers get but your pick's you know, really yeah. interesting dan because you've picked um surprisingly you picked stop me Uh, from that album by the Smiths. And that one's uh, sung by Daniel Merriweather. And I I love that song. I love their version of it. And uh, I remember vividly the backlash from Smith fans when that came out. Uh, So I I think I was surprised that you you had included that one as well, that that was one that you dug. But that was a really strongly... Uh, uh, rejected, I think, uh, from a from a Smith fan perspective, they were really, oh, really? yeah, they um... were very angry about that one. And uh, to a lesser extent, the Radiohead cover of Just uh, as well, there was a, a bit a, a small backlash in relation to that one as well. But yeah, while he, it was a huge breakthrough album for Ronson he he definitely got beat up a little bit with it as well.
2: I mean, you always you always going to get that though, aren't yeah, absolutely, you? I mean, yeah. You know, you have to accept if you're if you're willing to take on doing a cover of a, I was going to say, a, lo- a, a largely popular tune. Even if you decide to use quite a low-key tune, there are going to be some fans out there in the deepest, darkest recesses of the internet that are like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe you've taken my tune and uh, rented it and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, to your point then about the kind of uh, instrumental, I, I don't think I have many, I think I've only got a couple actually, maybe. Um, But there is one that I I, I did want to call out, which is, and I don't know if either of you uh, had a chance to ever listen to it, but it's um, a cover of the Prodigy Smack My Bitch Up uh, by a band called The Traffic. But it's, and this is one, I I kind of put it in there as well. One, because I I absolutely loved it, but two, because I wanted Imran to have a listen to it. Because it's, I think they're like a a jazz, uh, similar to a lot of the ones on your list, Imran. They kind of do like... um, uh a jazz band and they do I think they've done a few different covers but um this one was really interesting because again it's like that's a bit of a weird track for a jazz band to try and cover um and obviously it's, it's all instrumental, but it's it's absolutely brilliant, and they just did a really really good job with it. So Yeah, it's I, I, um, that's
1: the the I think the Australian, uh, I think uh, the the Funk and Soul Trio, because I had a, I think it's the yes. same one. I did a, yeah. they've done loads of really really exciting covers, uh, mainly of really yeah. popular kind of. Uh, they've done California Love. I, I included uh, their yes. version of Justin yeah. Timberlake's Like I Love You, which is. Uh, a brilliant Neptune's production, but uh, yeah, they're amazing. They deliberately pick; they they do specifically covers, and yeah, I yeah. I, I I had I, I looked that one up. Um, I hadn't heard that their version of the prodigy one, but it's brilliant. And I
2: love the I love I love how they also change the name to Smack My Picture. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, quite a nice touch. I was like, that's genius. But yeah, it's oh, really okay. cool. But um, yeah, I think again, you know, that uh, kind of um that. Change from something high tempo to something kind of, uh, you know, darkened, uh, dark and brooding. Like you, like you mentioned, the placebo running up that hill was one. But there was also the 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 very first cover that sprung to my mind when uh, you suggested this as a as a topic was um, a cover of Cameo's "Word Up" by a band called Willis, who um, uh, kind of a soul kind of bluesy soul band. Uh, I, I don't, ironically, I don't actually know that much about them, but I, I came across their cover years and years and years ago uh, really randomly. I think it was on like a Spotify recommendation list or something like that. And it's just like, obviously, hopefully everyone listening to this knows Cameo's Word Up, a kind of you know funk, um, up-tempo um, song. But it, this kind of slows it down a bit. And it's just really bluesy, really sexy, like, really deep. Um, the um, I can't remember the name of the lead vocalist, but her vocals are just absolutely, like, for me, sensational on it. And, uh, yeah, it's just a really cool, like, reinterpretation of of uh, of the song. So, yeah, that was one that just immediately sprang to mind. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, look, See, I,
3: I
1: always let... kind of
2: – I always take a little bit of um... –
3: I don't know, take umbrage to people's definition of Johnny Cash's hurt being you know the ultimate version of, of that song because 90% of the people haven't heard the original Nine Inch Nails version and the original Nine Inch Nails version obviously kind of is in the context of you know, someone in the throes of heroin addiction. So yeah. I kind of find, I found it a bit jarring, even though I think Johnny Cash's interpretation of that song and the, and the meaning that's brought across, because it, it he's literally talking about his life. He's, he's breathing an entirely different context and meaning to those lyrics. But I, I kind of was like, yes, that's amazing. And if that kind of brings... You know people's attention to the source material—that's good. Um, I would even go so far as it, you know—it's—it's it's an incredible song. You, you can all you, you can easily make uh, an argument for it being better than the original, but I always yeah, it it always irritated me when people would talk about it like it was the um, it, almost like the only version that existed. You know the 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 ultimate mm-hmm. version, and I. It's like kind of no no one no one knows Learn your history, young man. Yeah, it is a bit like that. It is it is a bit like that. It's just, just like understand what this was and where it came from. It's also like I think um Under the Bridge by um Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't think many people know that that's a cover. Um yeah. and I, I think even fewer people know that that's also about heroin abuse. So, it, yeah, I think that there's just things like Basically, that. Basically, all where... old rock songs are about heroin <laughs> abuse.
2: <laughs> yeah. any, any, any 90s rock song, not heroin, definitely heroin abuse. I mean, but, that, that brings up an yeah. interesting question, though, like in terms of is it really important to understand the history of a cover song to fully appreciate it? Or can it just be taken as a song in, in its own right? 'Cause to your point, Dan, that you know, a lot of there's a lot of songs that like for years I didn't know Marvin Gaye's heard it through the Great Fine was a cover and then it was like, oh shit, okay, someone did it before. So like but it didn't it didn't but I still appreciate the song as it was a a great song and a great interpretation of that song. So is it vitally and I'm 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 not saying it is or it isn't, like, just a question for both of you. Do you feel it's important for people well, to understand the history of a song and especially I, I when it's a cover song sorry
3: yeah yeah I, I, yeah i to, to to be fair, I don't think you do um but i'm I was kind of I was kind of basing my um comments about her to yeah. people to journalists to writers mm. writing about it in the music industry, and right, right, if right. you're a writer and you're writing about a song um yeah, you know your know. fucking history. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever you are, yeah. know yeah. know everything before you make a comment like this. This is the seminal song of uh, Johnny Cash's career. Uh, yeah, mm. but if you're a, an individual who's just you know consuming that music for the first time in whatever context, then yeah, no, I, I don't think um, you, you have to you have to know anything more about the song? I mean, you'd hope that you'd be a bit curious if you actually Mm. did find out it was a cover. But yeah, I I think you're right. I think songs can kind of, a cover song can exist purely in the context of, of that cover song and be enjoyed just as much.
2: Hmm. What about you? you, Um, you Yeah,
1: I think it goes both ways. I completely agree uh, with what Dan just said. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, as a a fan or listener, just pressing play on something, hearing a song and just taking it as, you know, for what it is without knowing, you know, however many people have done it before or anything. But I I think, you know, we've primarily, I'd say that a a large bulk of our list uh, is comprised of, songs that we know both versions of and there's a magic in in that when you can hear something and think oh my gosh like what have you you've done this incredible thing to something i've i have already a connection with whether it was a song you liked or you didn't but you hear that transformative kind of quality in the new version and there's a magic in that and i think that we obviously experience that with a a, a huge Bulk of our list, and that's a great experience in of itself. But I don't think it, it's attached to like a a need or responsibility to know say everything about it beforehand, if that makes sense. But yeah, I think it's a great experience in of itself to kind of have that that moment of wow. I you know I knew the original, and this is really exciting too. So yeah,
3: I learned about um, quite a few musicians through covers, like um, the band Ghost did a cover of Rocky Erickson's If You Have Ghosts and I would I would never know that Rocky Erickson as a musician as an artist existed if it wasn't for that song and I think um, also um, Three Teeth uh, covered uh, Foster the People's Pumped Up Kicks and I don't think I, I would have known that 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 foster the people existed um until I heard that cover so there's there's quite a few bands, especially I think when I was younger I don't think it obviously applies to the more kind of contemporary approach we've taken, but there were certainly a lot of bands that I think I discovered um through listening to covers of their songs that I probably wouldn't have known about and and kind of gone on to sort of you know really love and enjoy and revere if it, if it wasn't for that
2: I was just um, I was just looking through this and, and something just struck me and it's kind of a, a bit of a jokey question but of all the songs that you guys chose what's the weirdest not necessarily sounding cover but like when you look at it and you look at the, the artist and who they covered which is the one that you go <laughs> wow that person covered that artist because i'm looking at my list i'm like wow that that's weird
1: <laughs> Well, which one sticks out for yours
2: so on, on mine uh deftones did a cover right. of sade's <laughs> no ordinary love <laughs> and as much as i love it i'm just like wow really <laughs> that's that's a bit of a, a bit of a left field one i mean some anyone listening to some people listen to might not know who deftones are but they Ah, uh, Dan, you could describe Deftones probably better than I can. <laughs> How would you describe um, the, the Deftones?
3: they I mean, yeah, they're they're sort of slash heavy new metal sort of post metal act where yeah. they have an incredible vocalist. So they can be they can be quite heavy, but they it can, can be also heavy be and
2: shouty. But it, yeah, can very be almost like dark and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's a weird one. Um, what about you, Imran? What's uh, I'm... what would you say is the, the the very antithesis of the yin and yang of I've your? Got,
1: I've got a really good one in it. Uh, it's it's came out really recently, um, in relation to when we're recording this. But there is a uh mm-hmm. funk and soul band called the Bamboos, and their uh lead vocalist is called Kylie Aldist, and they covered really recently um you might i don't know if we obviously know the original black box is right on right on time and it's it sounds they've not tried to emulate it at all but it is the most bizarre song choice for a band i think to have said let's do that and it's you know it's a great funk and soul number in in line with their music so it's it's you know if you do it you can pick anything and do it in that way but it's the probably the most bizarre song choice I think for someone to have taken. I mean, that was like 1990 or something, I think. Um, Holy and smokes. just such a, a, really out of the, no pun intended out of the box, uh, pick, uh, oh, to, uh, See that was unplanned. Dead. I honestly couldn't have planned that question, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that would probably be my one. How about you, Dan?
3: You well, sure I'm going to, I'm going to steal one that you actually picked, although I did pick, um, That's some right. more from the same artist. But uh sorry, same band rather but um at, at, I think at the time i'd only ever heard kind of i'd never heard this band do any covers, so they went straight from being you know a pretty pretty heavy kind of rock act to doing a, a cover well, I think I of, do. yeah <laughs> of, of genesis's land of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> and that just the, the first time I heard it, it just it just blew my mind because I love the song so much anyway, and yeah, I love so. the video and and the kind yeah. of it was the it was a sort of it it, it was a sort of late eighties sort of Cold War context, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it had all the spitting
2: yeah. image puppets in the video. And yeah, they yeah had the just, Ronald Reagan versus Mikhail Gorbachev uh, spitting image puppets, and yeah, exactly great video. You know, which,
3: which is quite funny, because uh, obviously, um, what's the other band that did it? Oh, well, uh, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood had a, had oh, a, yeah. had a, had a video with um, Reagan versus... Uh, it wasn't Gorbachev, was it? It was another Russian leader. But yeah, so it, it was yeah. a very big theme at the time. But to see a band like Disturbed, who I think um, I'd only kind of discovered through... Had one album of theirs, which was the one with "Down with the Sickness" on it, um, yeah, and then so, yeah, just
2: going. Um, yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Really?" And then it was like, oh, "Okay, that actually kind of works."
3: <laughs> yeah, and I d- and then they did. Um, I think we've we've both got more of um, their covers on our lists, but yeah, they hmm. they they covered Simon and Garfunkel. Um, yeah, quite a few um, and Actually.
2: You- when you said that, I actually thought you were gonna you were gonna shout out um, "Perfect Circle" covering oh. John Lennon's "Imagine,", Imagine. <laughs> but but actually, kind of um, Maynard's vocals kind of fitted that song really perfectly as well. So, yeah,
3: yeah, that was again. I, I was going to talk to you about this, TJ, because there was a backlash against that. Um was oh, that? Yeah, people did not like it. People, people in the rock community did not like it, and I was like, oh. "What?" Because it because it was what, as in they
2: thought it was just a bad cover, or
3: there was or they didn't like the I, idea that he I, covered
2: that song.
3: Yeah, there, there was something. Yeah, there were. I, I can't remember what the precise criticism of it, because you know, Maynard's an incredible vocalist, and. Hmm. It stays pretty faithful. I think. I think they they just take the set that you know the set of keys and almost mm. like put it down a, a set. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's 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 a, it, it just sounds a bit gloomier and a bit darker. But it's yeah. still, you know, it's not good. I, I can't remember having guitars on it. I think it's only yeah, thought, they didn't they didn't mess with it too much at all.
2: So yeah, I'm they they sure. it was
3: almost acoustic more than it As is. I said,
2: man, people people got people got people, yo. Yeah. But,
3: yeah, I could have, I, I didn't <laughs> understand it, right but... about
2: <laughs> at the time it was just really weird. Why are
3: people getting really aggravated? But it, it does feel like there is a code. There is was there a definite code out there. There's some of songs, songs you
2: don't touch.
3: <laughs> of songs you clearly don't touch. And and I noticed that um yeah, there's there's a lot of tracks um from the Beatles that haven't Necessarily been covered mm. that I would have expected to be covered, even though, yeah.
2: you know, there, there's plenty. It's still time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, little, that's mi- little mix, little mix got doing new music. Sample, <laughs> <point. laughs> I've got little mix somewhere. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> oh, yeah, that that did surprise me. Um, um, can I just before? Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to the. 47 comments I got on Facebook from people when I gave a shout out about this subject. Uh, had some really good stuff that that came in from various people. Uh, I got a recommendation about the um, that Billie Eilish cover of Bad Rocco Jackson, which is awesome. Um, Erica Badu's cover of Tempted, uh, um, which is really lovely. You should check that out. it's mm. really good, unless you, unless you, yeah, already. yeah it's awesome. Really, really cool. Um, and one that you picked out, Imran, uh, Kelly Lee Evans' cover of Eminem's Lose Yourself.
1: Yeah. There's also, a, a, really a, a, cool cover. referring back to our list of, <laughs> our non-existent list of bad covers, there's a version of that song by The Script, which is heavily derided. But uh, mm. but yeah, that Kelly Lee Evans one is fantastic. <laughs> it's a brilliant version of the song. Yeah. But yeah. So cool. I think that about
3: wraps up our conversation on covers um, yeah Imran would you like to inform the listeners
1: a little bit more about the 100 best covers plan so uh, I'll inform you guys as well in that I haven't run it past you but I'm hoping this will be the first the, the first <laughs> of a few I'm, I'm kind of in my head on, what am I supposed to be doing now <laughs> Yeah, I'm bursting with 100 lists now in my head for different themes Sorry. so um, so I'm mind. very much hoping this will be the first of a an ongoing uh, weekly series where we create hundred, no, not weekly, but uh, every now and then I thought it'd be fun musically to kind of, uh, revel in these, um, extensive hundred lists of uh, varying musical uh, or non-musical themes so yeah this has been our list of a uh, hundred favorite cover versions of the 21st century uh, you can find the actual list at forever in dreams.com uh, and the the list will be uh, at this point I, th- I think probably structured alphabetically and thanks to uh, Tj uh, our our main article uh, will feature a, a spotify embed list of as many of the songs that we feature in our list uh, that we could source so um, there's lots of you lots for you guys to immerse yourselves in uh, should any of these be uh, new sort of interpretations that you're unfamiliar with and uh, we'd love to, to hear Can what you also be
2: pleased to know the you pleased to know the Lahore State of Mind track is on there well, hey <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, I mean, that it, and out. that's and that's a great one. Like it's you and I. I like that you guys sort of. I, I like that, but that's, <laughs> it should be divisive. I like yeah. So um, and, and obviously, anyone listening, think, then let us know. Give it a listen and and say uh, yeah. I think the good thing
2: all? is, I think the good thing is that all three because of the hundred we've all picked thirty three, also ish each, but they are all very different. In the they're all, they're all like there, there is a difference in kind of, in uh, in the three kind of lists I, I found kind of going through them, um, but it's like when I look across at like Dan stuff and Imran stuff, there's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there and I'm like, I, I've discovered a lot of new music through creating this list for myself, but also through stuff you guys have done as well. So it's actually been a really, really fun exercise.
1: Wonderful.
3: Nice, it's good. It's
2: good. Thanks for reciprocating sure. my feelings there. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Likewise, your, TJ, your, yours <laughs> was yeah. shit. Your little but, you mixed your know, mix selections were mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> your list was really good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: like that's even worse lot. than
2: if you did just said nothing at all. That's, that's, that hurts,
3: <laughs> to, to be to be fair, TJ, <laughs> you got in there first yeah, and nice. snaffled so many good ones that I was going to pick. <laughs> That was always my plan.
2: (laughs) It's getting there really quite early before the good ones go. Completely evil. You just made it a lot harder.
3: Not the only thing. (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, thank you one and all for listening to this episode on the best covers. Um, We hope you come to the website and follow us on our social channels to hear the list, and we will share everything. And be great to get your opinions. But until then, take it easy. Bye.
0: I hurt myself today. is all would find a way.